Welcome to the JMP Cast. I'm your host, Josiah Michael Pyatt. This podcast is centered around the question, what does it look like to live in our identity in Christ and to actually participate in the Father's kingdom that's in our midst? Today, we continue our journey through this series, When God Says No, Learning How to Suffer Well. Now, on today's episode, I want to talk to you about the wilderness. So the wilderness or the desert is a way of describing a season of life. Now, for some of us, this can be uh, for a moment, this can be for a week, this can be for a month. For others of us, it can last a year. And unfortunately, slash fortunately, depending on how you look at it, it's something that I would say is going to happen more than once in your lifetime. Now, the wilderness doesn't always have to relate to the suffering or to the no that you've been given, though sometimes it can be. And for me, it has been usually related somehow to my health issues and to the to challenges that I'm facing within that. But I want to start by talking to you about this story of Israel. You see, Israel was in slavery in Egypt. If you don't know the story, you can go to Exodus or a really good resource, Bible Project on YouTube, and they, they explain it way better than I could ever. And so essentially, uh, when Israel gets out of Egypt through Moses, through the plagues, through these different things that happen, they are basically at the, at the corner of the promised land. They're at the corner of the land that the Father has promised His people to live in with milk and honey, which is a way of saying it was a place of, it was almost like a paradise. If you, if you will, it was almost like a renewed Garden of Eden. Of course, it wasn't perfect, but it was, it was the, the picture that God was painting for His people. And when they came to the edge of the promised land, essentially there were already people living there and only two people saw that and said, we can still do this. If God promised it, it's going to happen. And then most of the people were like, no, we can't do this. And as a result of that, they ended up being put into the wilderness for 40 years. Now, what's interesting about this time that Israel had in the wilderness is that God provided for them this thing called manna. So what it was, was essentially God provided food for them every single day. And Israel basically would have to go and gather this food, this manna, and I believe the other word was quail or something like that. But manna is easier to say, so I'm just going to say manna, but there was another thing. So essentially what they would have to do every day in the desert is they would go and gather this food. And when they would gather this food, there would be just enough food for them for that day. And it says that there would not be enough for them to eat for the next day. It would go bad by the time the next day hit. And so every single day they would gather this manna and they would eat it and then they would uh, rely on it for the next day until Sabbath came. When Sabbath came, which would be, I would assume, a Friday, basically they would have enough food that day to to last them through the Sabbath so that they wouldn't have to work um, on the Sabbath. Now, what's interesting about this image or about this uh, miracle is that essentially God was providing for them, even though they said no to the promised land, even though they were disobedient, even though there was the consequence that literally a generation had to die in the desert, and it was the generation after them that would go into the promised land, except for, I believe, the two people who said we could do this. And so even despite the disobedience, God still provided in the desert. Now, if you look into the New Testament, we see Jesus himself went into the desert and was led after his baptism, after he was told that he is a son, beloved, and uh, the Holy Spirit fell on him when John Baptist uh, baptized him. 
we see that the spirit led him into the desert. Now, when Jesus was in the desert, he was, uh, he was tempted by Satan. There's a whole other stuff there. And so we're not going to get into that, but I just want you to know that uh, Jesus himself also experienced the wilderness. Now, what's interesting to me is I believe it's in Matthew and Luke in the Lord's prayer. That is the, what is the prayer that are going to be marked by the people of God? I know this might be like, Josiah, where are you going? I'm, I'm going somewhere. Just, just trust me. So we've got manna in the desert in this wilderness time. And then we have Jesus with his disciples and they ask him, how are we to pray? Now, when they asked that question, what they were asking is, Jesus, what are your followers going to look like? For the Jews, it, they had this prayer called the Shema. And essentially that was the prayer that would define the culture and the people and how they were to live and be in their interactions and in their life. And so when the disciples asked Jesus, how are we to pray? What they were actually asking is, what are your people going to look like? Now, of course, Jesus was a Jew. And so he doesn't contradict what was in the Old Testament, what God Yahweh commanded. He affirms it and actually he elevates it to another level. And so when Jesus answers their question. If you know the prayer, it's the Lord's prayer. It says, um, oh goodness, our father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now that prayer, that part of the prayer is so much about what this podcast and what this page is focused on, right? Identity. Who's God? God is our father. The kingdom. What is the kingdom? It's not just something in the distance. It's something that's invading earth through Jesus, which is what we've been talking about in other series and in other episodes and content and stuff. But what I want to focus on today is this next part, which is give us today our daily bread. You see, Jesus, even in the prayer of the people, in the prayer of the people of God, what would define them, what would shape them, who, what would in, in influence the way that they process, the way that they live, the way that they interact, even in that prayer, there's this idea of sonship and daughtership. There's this idea of father, son, spirit, all those things, the kingdom invading earth, the kingdom being in our midst, those beautiful things. And also there's this line of give us today our daily bread. You see, for any Jew listening to that statement, they would immediately go back into the Exodus story and associate the bread that Jesus is referring to, to the mammon, manna, sorry, not mammon, the manna that was given and provided by God to the Israelites in the desert. And so what does that have to do with you and me? Well, what that has to do with you and me is when we are dealing with suffering and when we are going through trials and tribulations, it can feel like a desert. It can feel like there's no source for life. It can feel like there's no hope. It can be isolating. It can be, it can be incredibly difficult. And yet, as followers of Jesus, there's a promise within the prayer of the people. And that promise and that desire and that permission that the Father has given us to ask for daily bread. Now remember, the bread that was provided in the desert was bread that only lasted for the day. You see, sometimes when we're in these difficult seasons, these challenging, challenging seasons... The reality is the only thing that can sustain us through those seasons is bread. 
Now, what do I mean by bread? Like, I'm not talking about actual bread from a grocery store. But what I'm saying is actually that the Father will provide for us bread that is sustaining for us in that day. What could that bread look like? Sometimes that bread can be honestly something as simple as the silence in the morning before the kids get up. And there's just that five minutes of peace and quiet. And you're just like in that moment, all the troubles, all the trials, all the things are just forgotten. And that might be the only moment that you get that day that's for peace. Other times we might be walking down the road and we just hear the Holy Spirit say something to us. And when you're in a desert, it's really hard to hear from God. And so when God says something to you when you're in the desert, it's like, it's so refreshing and it's so good. And maybe that word is the thing that you need to sustain you for that day. Now, here's the thing. When you're in a desert, whatever God gives you in that day is only going to sustain you for that day. I'll say that a little bit slower. When you're in the desert, whatever bread that God provides for you is only going to sustain you for the day that you're in. It will not be able to sustain you for the next day. That's important to note because sometimes when we're in the desert, we can try to have yesterday's bread sustain us on today's trials. And so we can end up being disappointed when it doesn't seem to be having the same effect that it did with us the other day, so to speak. And so what I want us to think about and pray about and reflect about and contemplate is as we are suffering, as we are going through this, no, there will be moments of deserts. And in that desert, we need to pray the prayer that the Father has instituted for us to pray through Jesus in the power of the Spirit, our Father in heaven. You see, we start with this mindset that understands who the Father is, even when we don't experience it or feel it or think it we we actually with our words in the soul that we have declare who the father is that's our starting place our father in heaven hallowed be thy name holy is your name you are holy you are good you are faithful we declare who god is regardless of the circumstances that we're going through regardless of the desert that we're in Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. We recognize that our will is not ultimately what matters, that our life is part of a greater story, that this life is no longer just about what you and I are going through. It's no longer about the diagnosis. It's not simply about that. Is there a place to deal with that? Absolutely. That's what the first like seven episodes have been focusing on. But there comes a turning point where we have to recognize that there's a greater story going on and we can either play a part in it or not. And the father is actually inviting us to have a heavenly perspective on our earthly on our earthly situation and that as we recognize this as we recognize the bigger story then and then alone then we can ask the father to provide bread for us today obviously there's more to the prayer but that's kind of what i wanted to reflect with you in this episode and so maybe you're sitting or watching this or listening to this and you're like i'm in the wilderness can i let you know that the wilderness always has a time stamp it always has a time stamp Meaning it's not going to be forever. It may be a couple of years, which sucks and it's difficult. But in the wilderness, there is a unique promise. There are certain things that you will never learn in your relationship with Jesus unless you go through the wilderness. 
I think one charismatic guy used to say he doesn't trust a man who doesn't walk with a limp. And what he's referring to is Jacob wrestling with God. And basically he's saying there's something that happens in the wrestle that we have with the father through the desert. Again, it's with him. It's not against him. It's with him, but it's honest. And it sometimes can be brutally honest, but God's not afraid of those things. And he's not angry about those things when we bring it to him and when we surrender. Again, I'm going to remind you that this is where reading the Psalms, honestly, the Psalms have been such Oh, such a comfort for me in the wilderness and even with just processing my no, because there's just so much in it that can just, it can just almost bring up some things that you didn't even realize you had, or even declare some things that you're like, man, that's exactly what I, that's exactly what I want to say in this moment. That's where worshiping and praising God can be so important because when we worship him, it's about him. It's not about us. It's not about what he is doing for us. It's about who he is. We praise him for who he is and we thank him for what he has already done. Even if you have nothing to thank him for in your own life, you can thank him that he provided scriptures. You can thank him that he provided for Israel in the desert. You can thank him that he he showed up on the road to Damascus for Paul. You can thank him for so many different things that he's done throughout history, even if you don't have something for yourself in this moment. And there's something that happens psychologically, I would say, when you start realizing and just reflecting. The Holy Spirit enters into your psyche and starts renewing your mind and reminding you of his goodness, reminding you of his faithfulness, reminding you of his intentionality. And so today I just want to encourage you that while we walk through this challenge and as yes, it is difficult and as we process these things, there's also uh, an opportunity that you and I have in the wilderness to learn more about our relationship with Jesus, to learn more about who he is and how he's shaped and making us. And so, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of it for today's episode. We're going to be looking at some other ideas in the next. I think we're going to probably have three or four more episodes if you're curious. And so, yeah, today was really just about how do we sustain ourselves in the desert? And the answer is God actually promises to be the one to sustain us. And so we need to be actively having eyes and ears looking and seeking and listening for the bread that we need in that day. And so can I just pray for you? So Father, I ask that for those of us who are in the desert right now, Lord, I thank you that you promised to provide manna. You promised to provide life. And ultimately, Jesus, you said, I am the bread of life. Lord, I thank you that you have provided your son to bring and to draw close to us, to bring healing and wholeness and truth. Lord, we receive that today and we thank you for your goodness. Amen. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope something in this has encouraged you and that if you are in the desert, that you would have a way of experiencing your daily bread today. If you're wanting to stay up to date on what's going on with this podcast and just looking at different content and all that sort of stuff, you can go to the Instagram page at the JMP cast. You can also find their uh, video clips of these episodes if that's something that you're interested in. Well, I hope that you have an amazing day. Thank you for listening.